to the first episode of TGIF with Courtney. I'm your host, Courtney Stone, and I have an amazing guest today for the first episode. This is Adam Carswell, entrepreneur, real estate genius, capital raiser, mastermind. Um, but yeah, take it away, Adam. Hi, how are you today? Hey, Courtney. Thank you for having me on your show. Um, it's been really fun and just cool to watch you grow on your journey, not only as a professional, but as a podcaster now. Um, I'm honored to be here and looking forward to getting interviewed by you. This is really cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Much praise to you pushing me forward in this podcast journey. Um, so my first question for you today is, so what's your story? Um, I know you're the entrepreneur type. You kind of go after your ambitions. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. Yeah, the story is what sells. They always say so. And Courtney, you'll you'll begin to pick up on this now that you're in the podcasting space. You're going to get a, an opportunity to tell your story over and over and over again. And um, someone that we both look up to, I'd say Russell Brunson, I'll never forget hearing him say on a podcast, he's like, once you're tired of telling your story over and over and over again to everyone, tell it even more. Because <laughs> that's the story is what sells. You got to keep it going. So anyways, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, or Northeast Ohio area. Went to college in Western Pennsylvania, about an hour north of Pittsburgh, Westminster College. Shout out to the Titans. Um, studied broadcasting there. Also played basketball and ran track for four years. Had a pretty solid career. Um, allowed that to kind of take me into the world of coaching, which also took me, of all places, to Belize, Central America, where I played and coached basketball at the collegiate level professionally for a few years. Um, had a little bit of a, a change of heart as far as the direction I wanted to go with my future, moved back to the States to Washington, D.C. Because um, I was coming from Belize. I'm like, I don't want to go back to Cleveland. I want to go somewhere at least <laughs> different. So Washington, D.C., um, got a job at the Fortune 500 company, Sherwin-Williams. I managed stores for them in that area. And uh, quickly, you know, I'd say after less than two years, I realized that even though I was having a good time and my future at the company was super, super bright, um, that, uh, you know, I just wanted to have more control of my life. And the only way that I could find the opportunity to control what you do with your life specifically when it comes to work is becoming an entrepreneur. So I was like, okay, well, all the entrepreneurs that I can think of that are like super wealthy and successful either got into tech or into real estate. So I'm going to get in one of those two. And I ended up picking real estate. It's funny, you know, that was about four years ago. So fast forward four years now. Um, kind of doing a little bit of both. And we can uncover that here in today's interview. But that was it. You know, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad twice, like many of us uh, millennials. And that was what I needed to get me thinking in this direction. I met Hunter Thompson, who was my mentor at the time, uh, still is a mentor, I would consider, but also now, thankfully, a business partner. You know, I reached out to him again four years ago and it was basically like, hey, I want to be like you one day. And here we are. We're running the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers now. Um, a lot of cool things have come from that group, Raise Masters. For anyone listening, you can go to raisemasters.com for more information there. And um, yeah, it's just been an incredible journey. Lived uh, in Silicon Valley for a little bit, live in Newfoundland, Canada now with my beautiful wife, Nikki. Shout out to Nikki, who um, she's starting to get into the, to the world of digital work, I guess you could say here um, very soon. So excited for that. Excited, for, excited to be here. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my story, Courtney. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing. And also congratulations on the number one mastermind, Raise Masters. <laughs> thank you. Hunter, so maybe we'll get him on here one day. But that's exciting yeah, stuff. And without that, throughout that entire journey that you've been on so far, what kind of, what have you found that really motivates you to get yourself 
going every day, kind of get focused, kind of zone in to get your work done? Cause you sound like a busy guy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I think the one, the one piece that is most important for me and probably a lot of other people out there who prioritize their health and fitness is getting in those, uh, getting those workouts in, you know, if you can ground yourself, um, and take care of your body, I think everything kind of falls into place from there. And, you know, for me, I'd say even especially with COVID and stuff going on, I actually let it slip a lot. I was looking at some pictures and videos myself even about a year ago. And I was like, man, I was like, I would definitely wouldn't say I'm getting fat, but I was getting a little you know, chunkier than I've ever been in my life. I said, okay, hold on, what's going on here. And then I'd say for like, you know, past six months or so, very high priority on, on fitness and health. Um, I take a lot of supplements too, as you know, and, um, those, those, uh, nootropics, I guess you could call them are, are very beneficial and yeah, happy to give anyone some kind of biohacking guidance if they're interested. Um, something, so it's something that I've definitely, uh, gotten into the past year or so and very grateful for that as well. Yeah, I can attest to that. I mean, Adam also put me onto that too. So you got some <laughs> great stuff in the mix. Keeps you healthy, keeps you happy. That's, That's great. Right. Um, so what do you think the biggest push was for you to kind of just get to the point where you are today for that motivational standpoint, just in your entrepreneurial sense? I know you mentioned just kind of wanting to be like financially free. Mm -hmm. Is yeah, that the I biggest think... motivation throughout? Yeah, and, and um you know, I think financial freedom and flexibility, the ability to just do what you want when you want is something we all desire. Um, I think it's also something that we all innately deserve. Um, you know, someone I've been studying to tremendous amounts of uh, studying <laughs> recently is a guy named uh, Myron Golden, Dr. Myron Golden. And he has built a lot of his teachings around the principles of, of the Bible. And it's kind of funny because it's like, from my observation, a lot of people come to him and they think that he's like the answer to their problems. And then he'll be like, I mean, it's not me you're after. It's the principles you're after, which is like, the Bible is not even a religious book. It's a book with like, like <laughs> life practices in it. And he's built his whole business model around it. What I love that he says is somewhere, you know, in, let's say in the beginning, maybe Genesis or whatever, the Bible, uh, God basically created man to be and to do and to have. So being is just being alive like this doing is doing the work or whatever you need to do in order to have whatever you want um, there's a limit limiting mindset i think a lot of people experience which is like they feel like they don't deserve certain things and courtney and everyone else tuned in right now i just want to let you know that you have been put on this planet to live abundantly and live a lavish life and don't let anyone ever tell you that that's not for you that's why we've been put here is to be do and have. And I don't even know if that necessarily answered your question, but that's what was coming to mind for me. So if you want to restate it, I'm happy to kind of give you a more focused answer. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's a great answer. I completely agree with that. I think that's an amazing outlook to have. I hadn't heard of um, that guy before, but I'm definitely going to look him up now. I mean, I think that's a huge factor that a lot of people forget Nowadays, especially like seem, people seem to be getting more unmotivated with their lives, seeming like, oh, I just want that paycheck. I don't really want to like work for it, though, or just kind of live at home as long as possible. And which is fine, like teach their own. But I think ambition really drives a lot of people. And sometimes it's lacking. And but like what if you don't have ambition, then what are you going to do with your life? You're just kind of 
bumming it and you don't have if you don't have goals then ultimately you can't really have success in your life because you need to set those standards for yourself yeah i i just want to applaud you too real quick as someone who i've had the privilege of you know courtney courtney works i guess you could say she works for me i feel weird because you know she's like my friend and she just does like so many good things but technically i guess you could say she works for me and mm-hmm. um she has the ambitious mind that i wish so many more people <laughs> in this world could have like uh, just a desire to learn. So if you guys are tuning into this show for the first time, which obviously you must be tuning in for the first time because it's the first episode, just uh, continue to watch this young woman on her journey because um, she's got big things in store and you can learn a lot just from learning what about what Courtney is getting into. So, so continue. <laughs> oh, thank you very much for the praise. Really appreciate it. I obviously look up to you. You're kind of a mentor to me at this point, like a friend, but a mentor, which are the best kind. So thank you for that. And the praise is all back to you too, as well. Couldn't be here without you, literally <laughs> on the Dream Chasers platform, which I'm happy, so happy to be a part of now. So moving on um, to the next topic. So what's one habit that you um, take into the weekends to keep yourself kind of on track going forward? Do you kind of have anything that you set in place every weekend or is it just this is TGIF with court? So we kind of got to <laughs> talk about what you do. Yeah, um, there's one thing coming to mind for me right now. And, and I know my wife will kind of kick me in the butt for this one because, uh, well, she's held me accountable for it, really. So shout out to Nikki for that. But um, I've made a really strong effort recently to make sure that Sundays are kind of like my my Chick-fil-A days, right? So meaning like no email, no, there's nothing tied to work, right? Sunday is for relaxing, recharging, hanging out with Nikki, hanging out with Luca, our little doggy, going for a walk or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, Sunday needs to be a recharge day. And I'd say I've done a decent job with that every now and then I'll let it slip. But that's probably the biggest um repetitive thing that I'll, I'll pay attention to coming into the weekends is just kind of keeping that Sunday as a recharge. And I don't know, I'm sure if I think it's funny, I knew I was coming on the show to talk about my weekend practices and I could probably come up with some more for you, but that's like the number one coming to mind for me right now. No, I think that's great. And I also, I love that your um, wife keeps you accountable. Nikki, shout out to her. I mean, that's <laughs> awesome. Cause yeah, you get those habits in place and the support system that you have really do motivate you to either stay on track with what you're doing or not and shout out to everyone in your lives who actually keep you motivated because who would you be without no one it's all about your network your network is your net worth as a lot of people say so I think yeah. that's great and not even network but just your support system too so that's definitely awesome. yeah those recharge days are so important I was just talking to my coach about it recently too he's like Adam he's like you're always working man <laughs> he's like make sure you take some time to just do nothing. And it hit me hard, right? Like, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs out there can relate to it. Um, there's something fun about like just doing business. And so you do have to remember that sometimes you do gotta just hit that pause button. That's great though, that you enjoy your job and doing business because that means you're doing what you love and it makes every day better because people who wake up and go to the nine to five that they're just getting the paycheck for is, it gives them what they want financially, possibly, but ultimately they're spending the majority of their days not as happy as they could be in a job that they really enjoy. Yeah. So that's a, a great thing that you have going for you. And I hope everyone gets to a job that they can reach that level too. So um, moving on to the next topic, uh, kind of already answered this a little bit, but I was going to ask how you use like your entire weekends, if it's more 
relaxing by yourself or just you take your time inward? Do you go out and see friends or do you really kind of just like, since you're always talking to people, you're a raise master <laughs> and just business owner, entrepreneur, podcaster yourself. Do you kind of just take those internal moments with like family and friends or do you just kind of go wild? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you just reminded me something that I was meditating on recently, and I got to make sure I, I write it down. But actually, maybe I did. I'll have to double check. Um, but yeah, so Sundays, I need to check in with my family more frequently. You know, I have phone calls with my mom or dad or whatever, you know, one of my siblings. And those are cool, but um, they're kind of just scattered and whenever. And, you know, our time here is depending on how you look at it but you know really our time here is limited and we don't have much control over it so uh make the most of, of the time that you have together so family there's a new thing you guys hear you heard it here first on tgif with courtney i'll be checking in with family more frequently my goal is to do just a text on sundays right um and then i definitely like to party as i'm sure and uh, <laughs> i've uh I'm like looking back, I'm 30. So the past decade has definitely had some good and wild times in there. I think being married now, you have a little bit of a shift on what's more important to you. So I'm by no means saying to remove partying from your life. If you like it, it should always be a part of it, <laughs> in my opinion. But um, it's just it's just not as frequent. So I can't say like every weekend I'm that we're going out. Right. But we will definitely cut loose, I'd say once every couple of weeks, you know, getting into, just getting into some good times. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's definitely a, a weekend thing. That's more likely to happen on a weekend is party mode. Um, and then, uh, you know, one thing that I, I work on throughout the week, but if I can squeeze it in on a Saturday, I will. I've recently began training to become a, a DJ. I've already got a background a little bit being a DJ, but honestly, you know, the world's best Spotify DJ at best. So um, I, I signed up for Tool Room Academy. Actually, if you want to check it out, you go to toolroomacademy.com. And I've been following this record label for at least the past five years. I love all the music that they put out there. In fact, I think I've even sent you a couple episodes of like Tool Room Radio and uh, Mark Knight, who's kind of like the, the godfather of that community, um, has just built up a following and again, a community of fantastic DJs that play the specific type of electronic music that I like. And I'm like, you know what? I've seen how many lives we've changed with raise masters when people simply pay us to give them the playbook. I'm like, who can I pay to get the playbook on going from zero to 100 as a DJ as soon as possible. And tool room is the answer. And I don't know if that's necessarily something where it would like become something I do full time. It's just something I want to have in my repertoire. Cause if I get to the age 50, and I've never had the opportunity to get on stage and make a thousands of people, a thousands, make thousands of people go crazy on a beat drop as a real DJ, then I'm going to be like, dang, I, I didn't do what I, one of the things I feel I've been called to do. So that's a long winded answer for your question, but that's definitely something um, on Saturdays, not Sundays on Saturdays. If I could squeeze it in, I'll do a little training at tool room Academy. Oh, that's great. And I hope I'm invited to the first concert. I'd love to hear you DJ. That's awesome. And I think that's great that you're going after your ambition, kind of like we talked about before, like you're not just waiting for things to happen, you're going to do it so you can have that experience. And I think that's an awesome point to make and people need to strive for their fun, aspirational goals 
more so than just their work-life goals too because they need to make sure they're enjoying their life and still getting the paychecks but yeah yeah oh you just pointed something out to me too i want to recommend for anyone tuned in and you courtney to check out a guy named doug casey um actually hunter just had him on his show so you can listen to that interview but he's also got a lot of content on youtube now it's called doug casey's take uh, matt smith is the guy who kind of hosts this show doug's getting into his 60s 70s whatever um but i i think he comes to mind because one thing that um Doug talks about is just becoming a diverse individual. You know, a lot of people talk about, you got to niche down, niche down, niche down and do this one thing. And I challenge, I understand the value in that. And I under, and I agree with being able to niche down on something can benefit you tremendously. So you should do it, but don't, you got to find a way to not just limit yourself to that one thing. The more diverse you can be, the more experiences you can create for yourself and your life. I think it just makes you a more well-rounded individual. And I know Doug Casey is a perfect example of someone who's just done a lot of things and had a lot of success. And you couldn't, you couldn't just say, Oh, he does this because he's done a lot of things and a good person to model after. And the way he looks at the world, if you like freedom, he's your guy. So. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you for the recommendation. I think that's also, yeah, a great point of trying to do as much as possible and kind of have your hand in a bunch of different pots because if you don't like something, you just stop doing it and then you find another habit. Like there's an endless possibility of things that people can enjoy and they just have to get out there, open, like get out of their comfort zone and really just be open to new experiences. And I don't think those necessarily hurt you. And something about failure too, like if you end up not liking something or not doing well at it, that teaches you a lesson and that benefits everyone. Yeah. And another cross-reference, I know you guys are taking notes fever feverishly on this one. Go check out Courtney's recent interview on the Dream Chasers platform with our boy, Aaron Eiler. Uh, she talked about in depth what she just outlined, which is uh, leveraging the, the failure to take you to the next level. So thank you for the shameless little plug there. I love it <laughs> <laughs> for my own podcast You're too. Welcome. Um, that's great. Well, we're going to start winding it down here. Uh, I just have one more question for you. Um, little fun thing. So what's your favorite song or podcast that you think you'll be blasting once this weekend rolls around? What's going to get you hyped for? Ooh, so this is, um, this is an in the moment type of answer. Cause I was, I'm sure you just got your Spotify in review thing. Uh, actually, I, I think I saw you posted on your Instagram. So everyone's getting their 2021 stats and what they listen to. Mine's pretty consistent, but it definitely has some changes each year. So um, the number one, we'll start with podcast that I would be listening to coming into this weekend. Um, I've actually created, I aggregated um, a collection of all the different interviews that Myron Golden, who I referenced earlier, has done on other platforms. And um, that that's a playlist that, I don't know, custom made, I guess, that, that I've, I've got that I can share with you guys if you want it. <laughs> that I highly recommend listening to. So anyways, listening to some Myron Golden stuff, that would be the podcast. That's the mode I'm in right now. And then uh, the song, let me take a look here. It's so tough. Cause I'm like, just always diving into the music whenever I get a chance. So number one, right now, I'm going to go with, what did I just add to my playlist? <laughs> oh it's so tough even just looking at it you know what i really like uh it's called call it house by laid back luke 
I've been bumping that one a lot lately. I would play it now, but I don't want us to get flagged. So <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Is it yeah, on your Spotify wrapped? Call it house by laid back Luke. Nice. Did it make yeah. it to your top 100 songs that you've played throughout the year? <laughs> it actually didn't because um, I just found it like within the past week. So it, I don't think the algorithm had enough time to bump it into the, <laughs> the 2021 recap. Fair enough. Yeah. I binge a lot of music and I'll binge like one song for an entire three days because I'm that type of person. <laughs> and it definitely messes up the cue sometimes in my Spotify rap. But yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Adam, for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for all of your wisdom and knowledge and experience that you've shared with us. I've had a great time talking to you. And for anyone um, listening right now, what's the best way that they could reach out to you if they wanted to get in contact? Yeah, thank you, Courtney. Uh, best way to get in touch with me, guys, I'll give you two ways. Um, one, you can go to cardswell.io. is my website, C-A-R-S-W-E-L-L.io. And uh, if you just drop your information, it's right. You literally have one option. It's like, give me your email or, or go. <laughs> so if you drop your email in there, uh, we will be in touch with you. And then um, if you prefer to another way, just get in touch with me directly. You can um, connect with me on LinkedIn and just shoot me a DM. They're on LinkedIn, told me you heard me on TJF with Courtney uh, and take the conversation from there. And, and may I plug one more time for anyone out there who's interested in transforming their lives in the world of raising money. It doesn't even have to be real estate. It could be raising money for business acquisitions, uh, startups, whatever it may be. If you want to improve your money raising skills, you go to raisemasters.com. Check that out as well. Courtney, back to you. <laughs> well, thank you. And I love all the plugs, helping out a lot of people on here if they actually look it up. And I think they all should. They're great stuff. But thank again, you. thank you so much, Adam, for coming on. Um, really happy to have you here. And I'm Courtney Stone, the host and TGIF. Peace. <laughs>